0: With the draft and the trade deadline in the rear view mirror, it's time for our mid-season re-rank of the Mariners farm system. Today, we go over prospects 30 through 16. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors! It is Thursday, August twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. This is Tanning Gonzalez and Colby Patton for the Locked On Mariners podcast, brought to you by Bunches. Download the Bunches app today, and when you do, our friends over at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the description to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want want to hear from us even more please consider signing up for our patreon you can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show the link as well as our social accounts is in the description of this episode mariners have an off day today so we figured there'd be no better time to do our mid-season re-rank of the mariners farm system the draft and the deadline are both behind us the mariners have added a ton of new prospects within the last month uh, Colby and I have compiled two separate top 30 lists. We have combined those two for one master list by using a point system based on where we've ranked each player. Today, we'll be doing prospects 30 through 16. Tomorrow, we'll be 15 through 1. And uh, before we hop into the rankings, as always, th- this is just for fun. We are not scouts, but this is how we would rank the Mariners prospects based on what we've read and what we've seen. Uh, we're not really privy to much information that isn't out there for the general public, but Colby and I have been doing our own prospect ranks for the last few years. You guys seem to like it and we enjoy doing it. So let's get into them. Here are prospects 30 through 23 uh, to begin Uh, at number 30. We have Ashton Izzy. I ranked Ashton Izzy 29th. Colby did not have him ranked right-handed pitcher who uh, threw in the complex league uh, drafted last year by the Mariners, 19 years old. And, uh, we're gonna say this about quite a few of these guys, but Izzy is probably a reliever when it's all said and done. If you're a pitcher on the back half of this list, that's probably the most likely outcome for you if you make it to the bigs. Uh, but it's a it's a fastball slider mix for Izzy. He didn't have a good first year in pro ball statistically eight three five ERA, only over eighteen innings. So uh, the slider is solid, but the story here is the fastball, which is already flirting with the high nineties at nineteen years old. So if the velocity continues to tick up and he can get more value out of the slider, I think there's the bones of a high leverage reliever here, but a lot of work to be done. Uh, Colby, do you have any thoughts on Izzy? I know you didn't rank him, but I know that you uh, you do like him a little.
1: Yeah, Um, you know, Izzy. Basically, every pitcher is more likely to be a reliever than a starter, with the exception of like the George Kirby's and, and like the Logan Gilberts, like guys who just have insanely high. You know, floors. Um, Even Brian Wu was was more likely to be a a reliever than a starter for pretty much his entire career. So, um, it still might be, probably not, but still might be. Uh, So, yeah, you know, Izzy is is a really interesting guy. Um, He's very young. Uh, There's plenty of time for him to uh, climb these ranks, and and I suspect he will. He's he's a very talented arm, Uh, and you know, like we always say, anytime the Mariners bring you an arm you have to be interested because they're pretty darn good at this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming in at number 29 is Gene Munoz. Uh, Colby, you ranked him 28th. I didn't have him ranked right-handed pitcher who also threw in the complex league, 20 years old. Uh, what do you think about Gene Munoz?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, like I said, 20 years old, right-handed pitcher, uh, definitely a reliever uh, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, six, one uh, his listed weight is about a, buck 55 not really buying that uh right now but he is you know a slight guy uh but yeah complex league this year it's actually his uh first year stateside uh so i what i like is uh the walks have gone down every year in his career he's he's throws plenty of strikes it's not command it's control over command like Mm -hmm. most relievers uh 13.5 uh k per nine so far in the complex league this year 20 years old. I don't think he's going to get moved up to Modesto. He probably starts next year in Modesto. Uh, it, it's a good fastball. It's a good breaking ball. And, and it's it's good stuff with an improving ability to throw strikes. He's a decent athlete. So, uh, yeah, I, I think Munoz, there's there's some... Uh, I don't want to say there's high leverage potential here. There, there might be. You never know when guys pop. But I think there's a pretty solid uh, floor here as a, as a major leaguer. Um, assuming that the uh, you know the command and control continues to develop and he continues to put on some some better weight, um, but uh, yeah, I, I just think it's an exciting arm. It, it's a guy to watch, and the numbers are pretty eye popping. Uh, and this is a guy who could, in theory, once he gets you know to, I mean, the complex league is organized ball, but you know, what, a ball, double A, all that. I think he can move Actually, pretty yeah, quickly.
0: Affiliate ball, I guess. Sure, yeah.
1: I think he yeah. can move pretty quickly. So I, I think Munoz is a guy who. Um, could be in the big leagues in two years uh, as kind of a mid-reliever. mid, mid, mid reliever.
0: Uh, Coming in here at number 28 is Spencer Packard. He was 29 on our list uh, back during the uh, during the offseason. Uh, you ranked him 29th. I ranked him 28th. Outfielder, who is uh, currently having a pretty good year uh, down in uh, AA. Uh, he's going to turn 26 in a couple of months, but again, he's having a hell of a year swinging the bat. 301, 397, 472 with 13 home runs while striking out just 15.8% of the time and walking 12.1% of the time. Uh, Nice lefty swing that looks like it can play a little bit at the Major League level, Uh, but that's about all he has to offer. Not a good defender, even in a corner, not a particularly good runner either. Uh, He has to hit, and he has to carry over that plate discipline he's shown in the minors as well. Uh, His path to success as a Major Leaguer, to me, is mostly going to be by walking and hitting a lot of singles and doubles.
1: Mm. So. I think he's got some some over the fence power but yeah it's mostly gap to gap power uh, i don't think mm. the power profile is enough to be an everyday first baseman which is kind of where you he kind of has to play because he's it's right. not going to happen yeah. for him uh in the outfield and, and again he is 25 he'll turn 26 at the end of this at the end of the season uh so yeah you know for a 25 year old who if, if he was 22 and he was doing this at double a we would be considering the bat special and like yeah you just find a place to play him but He's uh-huh. not. He's 25. I think that he needs to be promoted to AAA now. Give him uh-huh. a month in, in the PCL. See what he can do. Uh, he's Rule 5 eligible this year. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Uh, I don't think they're going to add him or anything like that. Uh-huh. But the numbers are the numbers, and he walks almost as much as he strikes out. He's got 13 homers this year. Um, you know, The on-base skills look legitimate. Uh, there There's a guy who can hit a little bit. Can he hit enough? To be a major leaguer, a major league bench guy, because that's what's going to have to carry him. It's not going to be the speed. It's not going to be the the defense. Can he hit? He's got to hit like two seventy, two eighty to have that, to be a yeah. big leaguer. Um, yeah. Can he do it? I don't know. I, I like I like what he's done the last two years. I, I think I do believe that he can hit for some average and and you know pretty good gap power. But I think he's got to be more than that to be a big leaguer. And because of that, and because of his age, that's why he didn't move up. Uh, the list, yeah, but he he did stay steady, and, and that's saying something considering the Mariners added some real significant talent in the last year.
0: Another guy that uh, didn't really move up the list for us, he ranked 26th during the offseason for us, he ranks 27th here. Zach Deloach, another lefty hitting outfielder, uh, who's having a, a decent year in uh, AAA. He's 25 years old now. Um, Yeah, again, like I said, he's had a solid year in Tacoma, and he's probably ready for a taste of the bigs right now, but his profile overall hasn't really changed. Uh, Colby, what do you think?
1: Yeah, he's, you know, uh, he runs pretty well, but he's not a burner. He plays pretty good defense, but he's not a a premier glove, even, even in a corner. He can play center field if you need him to, but you really don't want him to. Uh, he's got some power, but it's not plus power. It, you know, he's just kind of a, a fourth outfield type, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but the big concern for me, and this has kind of been recently, uh, he's striking out a lot this year, yeah. Yeah, uh, almost a, 30%, yeah. uh, strikeout rate. That's pretty significant. Again, you like that there's some power, 18 home runs. It is the PCL. So, you know, but there's gap to gap power there. There is a pretty good athlete, uh, it's not terrible defense. It's it's not terrible base running. It's not like he can't help you in these other places, but 29% strikeout rate in AAA. Like yeah. now we've seen Marlowe have a high strikeout rate and then come up and and look like he never strikes out. Uh so maybe that's Deloach here. But again, he's 24. Uh I mean sorry, 25. He just turned 25 last week. Mm-hmm. It's a little old to be a prospect, but He's a good athlete. He can fake mm-hmm. it in center field if you need him to. He's fine in a corner. He's got some bat speed. He's got some pop. Uh, he draws walks. It's the strikeout. Yeah. If he was striking out twenty two percent of the time, I think there's a good chance he'd be in the big leagues right now. But I, I see yeah. a fourth outfielder. Um, you know, I, I think he's a less athletic Cade Marlowe with sure. a little bit less pop, and and that's it's valuable. Like if if, if Deloach was added to the major league roster uh, today, right yeah. Like, nobody would be like, ooh, that's, ooh, I don't know what they're... You'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, if they went Deloach over Mike Ford, I'd I'd get it. Yeah, I wouldn't be, like, a massive fan of it, but I get it. At least, you know, Deloach can give you some value in the field. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and still maintains that lefty bat and might be able to draw a walk. Because right now, Mike Ford is pretty much home runner walk for you. He's
1: three-true outcome guy.
0: Yeah, so, I mean... Deloach doesn't obviously have that power upside, but if he can get on base a little bit here, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe. Run a little uh, bit. Yeah. yeah, I'd keep an eye on him, maybe just as a dark horse for the September call-ups at least before Kelnick comes back up, but we'll, we'll see. Alright, uh, we got more prospects coming up for you here in just a moment, but first a reminder, this episode of the Locked on Marys podcast is brought to you by Bunches. Bunches is a new app built just for sports fans where you can chat sports in real time. Click the link in the description to join the app or go to the Apple App Store. Download Bunches now. I'm telling you, you're going to love the conversations with other Locked On Sports fans. Chat about your team every day. Download the Bunches app today. And when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the description to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Uh, The Mariners, of course, have an off day today. They get back after it tomorrow night. T-Mobile Park against the Kansas City Royals and catch all the action on the Mariners hometown broadcast with Sirius XM via the SXM app. We are re-ranking the Mariners farm system. We are currently in uh, the prospect range of numbers 30 through 23, and we're going to go to number 26 here. And that's Brody Hopkins, our first 2023 draftee to make the list. Uh, Brody Hopkins, right-handed pitcher drafted in the sixth round by the Mariners this year. You had him, Ranked twenty-five in your list, Colby. I had him ranked 26th. Um, this was one of our favorite uh, picks of the uh, the Mariners' draft this summer. Um, dude's just an absolute freak of an athlete. Uh, he's you know he's more than likely going to be a reliever, but there's a much clearer path to me at least to a high leverage role than with someone like Izzy, for example. Hopkins is probably going to be triple digits on the sinker when it's all said and done. And the horizontal break on the slider already is gnarly. So if all goes well, again, to me, he could be a souped up version of Kendall Graveman. What do you think?
1: More like a souped up version of Michael Lorenzen. Uh, Like he is like, he is that type of athlete. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Lorenzen actually dabbled with being a two way player. He got some time in the outfield. Uh, Hopkins is that good of an athlete. We, we watched him score by leaping over the catcher during draft season. Like, uh, throws 96 to 98 off the mound, pretty good slider. Uh, it's, it's an interesting weapon. I think Seattle really is only planning on using him as a, as a, you know, pitcher. Um, but you know, it is nice that there are other ways he can help you. Uh, for example, yesterday, right. Mike Uh Ford is the, is the emerge is the, uh, zombie runner at second base because you don't have any other position players. Well, Brody Hopkins was on your team, even though he's a, you know, a pitcher.
0: Yeah.
1: He's fat. Like Hopkins. I think I read like legitimate 65 speed, like on, on a scouting scale, not for a pitcher, not like just like he's legitimately fast. He's a really good athlete. There's a lot of fun things he does on the mound too. Uh, He's a guy that I think they might give a shot to start. Uh, Mm. But if they just put him in the bullpen, he has the potential to fast track. It's the fastball slider guy. Uh, A two-seamer, a slider guy that we saw Seattle take over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I think there's a chance to start here, and I I think Michael Lorenzen is actually a pretty good comp. Just a really good athlete, strong arm, Mm -hmm. Uh, good stuff. Not great stuff. Command, control, kind of comes and goes. But I I think that there is, uh, I I think that you're just kind of banking on the uh, on the athleticism here and hoping the Mariners can teach him how to pitch, Um, and that's that's a pretty good bet most of the time. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, i'm a fan of hopkins
0: coming in here at number 25 is axel sanchez the 20 uh, year old infielder high a we had him ranked ninth during the offseason he had a major fall here you uh you ranked him 23rd in your list i ranked him 27th um we were so high on him heading into the season but he's just had a terrible year uh, again still only 20 years old but it's hard not to be incredibly disappointed right now with the season that he's had. Colby, where do you stand on Sanchez?
1: Yeah, he's more likely than not to be outside of my top 30 uh when we redo these ranks usually sometime in spring spring training. Yeah. Uh he's just I think I think the Mariners may have erred in in pushing him uh you know to uh whatever it I think they may have they may have uh rushed him a little bit to that assignment. I think starting him at Modesto was the way to go. Uh but yeah, it's just cratered this year. The swing and miss has gotten exasperated. Um he's just not a confident guy right now. 29.2% strikeout rate. You know, it was 27 last year. But the walk rate's gone down. He's not barreling up the baseball nearly as much. Uh there's still some, you know, above average power. There's still some raw power. There's still really good uh, you know, tools here. Like he can play shortstop. That's legitimate. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good base runner, but there were holes in the swing and there were questions about his game plan at the plate last year when he was putting up good numbers. And now they've continued. He just looks completely overmatched. So, uh, you know, I I think it's one of the few miscalculations the Mariners player development has made seemingly this year. Uh, But Sanchez, I mean, he's probably going to repeat the level uh, next year and and he's got to, he's got to produce like at the end of the day, he has to produce, uh, and he has to get back to what he was because there is a, uh, you know, a shot at a major leaguer here, but yeah. if you can't turn it around for the rest of this year and you come in to next year, kind of, you know, eh, then you're probably going to find yourself, uh, being one of those, you know, blow a flame out type of players. And, and, uh, you know, he's got work to do, uh, but a good athlete and, and it's, it's not impossible that he turns things around,
0: yeah, uh, coming in here at number twenty-four is right-handed pitcher Darren Bowen, uh, who uh, has made his pro debut this year uh, down in Modesto. Twenty-two years old, Colby. You had him ranked twenty-seventh. I have him ranked twenty-first. Uh, friend of the show, Darren Bowen. He's he's been on this uh, show. We I got to talk to him a little bit a few weeks ago. You should go uh, listen to that interview. Really good kid. Um, I'll say this: uh, I I think Bowen can actually start. Uh, I've watched him three times this year, and I walked away very impressed every time. He's already sitting mid nineties on the four seam, and uh, he's touching the upper nineties. Slider is solid. He's throwing some really good two seams as well. Uh, the changeup right now is more of an idea, but I think he can develop that into something more real. I mean, there's just there's a lot of swing and miss here over 11 Ks per nine right now in, uh, in Modesto, though I do have some concerns about the command and control of his pitches. He's also, he's 22 years old, so how much more room does he have to grow? But yeah, I think there's some real upside here with Darren Bowen. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest concern with Bowen is pretty obvious. It's it's a very slight stature. Uh, can, mm-hmm. he, can he physically stand going, you know, every five days going five, six, seven innings? Right. Um, we don't know. We just we don't know. And and like you said, he's 22. There's not a lot of projection left, physically. Um, still some, but he's not going to go from 160 pounds to 210. Like that's just not going to be who he is. Um, and maintain his athleticism. So I think for me that's a bigger concern. It's a really good slider. It's a really good fastball. So uh, yeah. I I totally get why you have him where you do. I, I I like him too. He's in my top 30 in a good system, but. Yeah, I I have concerns about his ability to start, and um, you know, it just—I think the fastball slider gave him a really good floor as a a middle relief guy, but I do wonder how he is going to hold up physically.
0: Uh, Coming in here at number twenty-three is Walter Ford, right-handed pitcher who was drafted uh, last year, made his pro debut this year in the Complex League, uh, eighteen years old, but he like Axel uh, Sanchez is another. A big faller from our uh, offseason rankings. We had him seventh uh, during the offseason. He is now twenty-three. You had him ranked twenty-four. I had him ranked twenty-three. Uh, so we're pretty much in line on that. Thinking the vanilla missile just did not really take a step forward in his first year of pro ball. Uh, so yeah, what do you what do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, he's still so young that you don't want to write him off entirely, and and I don't think we are just because he he fell. Uh, yeah. Pretty far, but yeah, I, I, the fastball really hasn't taken leaps forward. Uh, that was kind of his calling card, is you know it was an up to a hundred, touching a hundred with the fastball. Good run. It's just kind of been an average fastball today. The off speed stuff really hasn't taken off um, either. It's just kind of been a stagnant year for for Ford. Now it's his first year in, in pro ball. Um, the numbers themselves aren't terrible: mm-hmm. twenty three strikeouts and twenty three innings, three five seven ERA, ten yeah. walks that's a little high opponents hitting 284. Like he's just not had a good year uh, of development. Uh, it's like I said, he's 18. I think he yeah. just turned 18 like a few months ago. So uh, he's a very young player and there still is a lot to like about this arm, but it, it, it was definitely a step back this year. I don't think there's anybody who would debate otherwise, but Walter Ford took a step back this year. And when you combine that with the amount of talent, the Mariners have added uh, in the draft and and other things, it it's pretty plain to me that he is, um still a guy worth watching but mm-hmm. he's he's not a guy that i would necessarily count on as being like the next wave of, of pitching coming to seattle he's he's at least four years away based on what we've seen right now
0: yeah i would assume that he's going to start the year in modesto next year and and we'll kind of see what that that increase sure. in workload does for him and, and what he's able to do in the offseason because right now the stuff just needs to take a step forward it's just not where you would hope it, yep. it would be a year after uh, getting drafted. All right. So we're going to be doing uh, prospects 22 through 16 in just a moment. But first, a reminder this episode of the locked on Mariners podcast is brought to you by sleeper. Want the chance to win more money with less picks head on over to sleeper where you can win up to a hundred times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like. It's like more or less on their stats, like home runs, strikeouts, hits and more, get your picks right. And you could win big. Making your picks is easy and takes only 30 seconds or less. And if you win, you can withdraw your payouts safe and quickly. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-D-O-N, and you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners Podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen as we re-rank the Mariners farm system. Doing prospects 30 through 16 today. We'll do 15 through 1 tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow you can also catch the Mariners and the Royals on the Mariners hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. All right, let's get back into these prospects here, Colby. Uh, Number 22, Ben Williamson, third baseman, drafted out of William & Mary In the second round for the Mariners, he uh, even played a little bit in uh, Modesto or has been playing a little bit down in Modesto this year. Um, You had him ranked 22nd. I have him ranked 24th in our respective uh, lists. And, uh, you know, he was a money saver in the second round. But I, I think we're both pretty intrigued by him. What do you like about him, Colby?
1: Yeah, well, we can start with the fact that he's an above average third baseman, uh, a true third base glove. There's mm-hmm. no question about whether or not he can handle that position. He can handle it and then some. So right there, you start with with a pretty elevated floor. And then you kind of start looking at, at a lot of what we got to see in terms of batted ball data um, in small samples. And and he's a guy who, um, if I'm not mistaken, he he played really well in the Cape Uh which we know the Mariners do value. Uh, it's it's a chance to be an above average hit tool. I think you can get to average power. Uh, so that there's a lot to like here. I, again, you know maybe he's more of a you know utility type. He actually runs okay, so he might be able to fake it at second base or shortstop if you need him to. Uh, but there's there's a lot to like here. He's he is a plus defensive third baseman who has already shown a pretty safe and average hit tool. And then it's just going to come down to the power. If he can get to 25 home runs, he is an everyday third baseman. Um, you know, at the next level, he's basically a Eugenio Suarez if he gets to 25 home runs. Now, he has a chance, I think, to hit 260 and get to 25 homers with the with the defense, which would make him a little bit better than a Eugenio. Long way to go. I mean, he is 22, uh, he'll be 23 next year. So he'll probably start next year in Modesto, uh, has a chance to get to Everett. Um, you know, and and we'll see. We'll see how it looks. Uh, obviously, we don't have a lot of data right now uh, on his uh, performance uh, in Modesto. It, it hasn't been great by the numbers, but you know, the the mayors care about things like exit velos and and all that. So we just don't have access to that. But yeah. I, I do think the glove looks good he, at least
0: down there. I've seen yeah. some clips. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, the glove is is totally legitimate, and
0: yeah,
1: I think he's going to hit. So I think he'll hit. Enough. Do I think he'll hit enough to be an everyday player? I I don't think. So. I don't know. that's my guess like yeah i think he could i wouldn't Mm -hmm. bank on it though sure and if you can't hit enough to be an everyday player you're probably not going to crack the top 20 so uh i i think williamson is probably at at least going to be a utility type and i think that carries value and i think it's a guy who can run a little bit he can play a really good third he got some pop like i think it's i think it's a solid utility type at least yeah
0: i like it i like it uh, number twenty-one, Michael Morales, right-handed pitcher, who was drafted what two years ago? Last year? When was it? was last year with Ford. It was, and is he, was he last he was year. third yeah, round? Yeah. Pick, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was last year. Uh, Vanderbilt commit. Uh, they were able to rip him away from there. So, uh, that's you know not a not an easy thing to do either. Uh, he's uh he's been pitching down in Modesto this year. Twenty-one years old. Uh, you had him ranked twentieth. I have him ranked twenty-second. Uh, Morales is more command over stuff obviously not in the same vein as you know George Kirby right but there's some real projection here and that works both ways it probably makes him closer to a surefire bet to start games in the majors at some point but it also means the ceiling here is relatively low and relatively unexciting. I think he's a number five who can look like a number four at times. To me, he's another Taylor Dollar, which is fine because if Dollar didn't get hurt this year, he might have been able to provide you with some much needed depth. But if Morales's stuff doesn't get much better than it is right now, he's probably never going to escape this like eighteen to twenty four range in our rankings.
1: Yeah, he's he's just a dude. I mean, as much as you guys think I hate Emerson Hancock, like his stuff is significantly better than Morales right now. uh so yeah he's just he's just another guy for me he's a number five starter maybe by the
0: way there's going to be a very shocking development tomorrow with the emerson hancock discourse
1: ty has him lower than i do
0: that's a that's a tease tease and an accurate one
1: watch him do the mental gymnastics to get around it uh but uh yeah no i i think morales is is fine like i think he's pretty firmly a top 30 prospect in the system but Mm I, I think he's a major leaguer, but I don't think he's a particularly good major leaguer. I think he's probably just about league average, um, which again does have value. And plus, he is—he just turned 21, like mm-hmm. 11 days ago. So there is a yeah. possibility they send him to gas camp. Maybe the fastball, you know, ticks mm-hmm. up a couple, or maybe they get more spin on it, or or maybe they they can sharpen up the curveball. The changeup's pretty decent already. Like, yeah, maybe they can maybe they can tweak a few things here and there, and they can max him out at a like a a mid-level number four starter but i do feel Mm -hmm. like that's a ceiling so yeah slow ceiling guy
0: uh coming in here at number 20 alberto rodriguez the outfielder acquired in the taiwan walker trade with the blue jays a few years back uh he made his way to double a this year 22 years old he'll be turning 23 soon uh 19 in your rankings colby 20 in mine he was uh, the 30th, the last ranked prospect in our offseason ranking. So he's jumped up a bit. Uh, this has been one of the better stories in the Mariners farm system this year. Rodriguez was added to the Mariners 40-man a while back to to protect him from the Rule 5. He you know, had a mediocre season last year, got DFA'd, but stayed with the Oregon. It's a good thing he did because it seems like maybe he's figured some stuff out. Again, he'll turn 23 in October, slashing 304, 382, 533 between high A and Double A this year. Strikeouts have been an issue. Uh, it's a pretty limited profile, both offensively and defensively, but definitely a step in the right direction for him this year. What do you think, Colby?
1: Yeah, the the strikeouts are the the big issue. He struck out about half as much in Modesto or in uh, Everett, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. in Arkansas as he did in Everett. But he's also yeah. played like one third of the games, so he's yeah. kind of making that adjustment to the to the better quality pitching. Uh, well, still maintaining a pretty good average, but the power is kind of mm-hmm. gone. I, I think you're looking at maybe a fourth outfield type here. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not a great defender. He's definitely a corner guy, kind of a fringy arm. So he's probably built for left field. Um, you know, and, and there's some pop here. Certainly, there's some mm-hmm. some bat to ball skill here. Certainly, there's some pitch recognition pitch recognition skills. There's some, you know, working counts, CTZ type of things here. So there are a lot of like half tools that he has and it's just a matter of whether or not he can make that leap uh next year he'll probably repeat double a to start next year um but there's a chance the bat carries him to the big leagues and he's a fringe average outfielder he's a number he's a he's a fourth outfielder at best that's his ceiling Uh, i think um but fourth outfielders have value so uh i i think that you know he's got a shot to be a big leaguer here in the next 18 months but he will have to take steps forward he's going to have to cut down the strikeouts a little bit or he's going to have to hit for more over-the-fence home run uh, home run power because, you know, a 30% strikeout rate while you're slugging, you know, 380, 400, that's not going to cut it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got some work to do, but, you know, I, I think that he certainly has raised his stock uh, this year.
0: Yeah, agree. agreed. Agreed. Uh, coming in at number 8 or number 19 rather is uh, right-handed pitcher Perlander Barroa who's down in double a right now 23 years old you have him ranked 18th in your list Colby I have him ranked 19th uh, he ranked 16th in our off uh rankings uh, and I'd say this has been a pretty disappointing year for Baroa because he should be up with the big league club right now but he's just not throwing enough strikes and clearly the Mariners just don't trust him enough to the point that they're giving opportunities to the likes of Edward bizardo and Devin mm. sweet over him. But you know, there's high leverage stuff here and the potential to give Seattle something they could really use right this second. Um, it's possible we could see him as one of the September call-ups, but are you getting concerned at all about Barroa Colby? Not really. Um, you know, it's the strikes
1: he's thrown more strikes recently, but it's more so the command about like just leaving pitches in the middle of the plate uh hmm. more so than anything but the fact that the mariners don't trust him yet and they've we've seen them cycle through Ryder Ryan and go get um you know justice went, for
0: Ryder by the way
1: sure you know they went and they got Bazzardo they they went and they got Luke Weaver like they've added guys from outside the org instead of going back to him after his one outing it's it's a little you know eyebrow raising uh hmm. but you know i think you just have to trust the mariners on this Baroa. we knew he was a reliever coming into the year that's how we had him ranked uh, the numbers have been fine. Uh, he's certainly, but I, I don't know if he's gotten better right. from where he was at the beginning of the year. And mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about that, but I, I do think that the Mariners clearly are because again, Bazzardo, Ryan Weaver, uh, sweet like Campbell, like these are yeah. all guys that Barroa is, had, is better than like stuff wise. Yeah. And yet yeah. the Mariners won't trust the stuff says something about Baroa, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh coming in here at number 18 is outfielder Aiden Smith, who was drafted in the fourth round uh last mm-hmm. month. Uh he is one of the uh 2023 guys that um got the call up to um, modesto recently. Uh so he's going up there along with uh, Colt Emerson and uh and Ty Pete. Um So that's exciting. Uh, You had him at 21. I have him all the way at 15. Uh, I really like the idea of Aiden Smith a lot. And clearly the Mariners do as well after going over slot on him in the fourth round. Um, The reason that I have him ranked so high is mostly because I think the overall upside here is far greater than that of someone like Rodriguez or even Cade Marlowe Smith is a a good athlete with good contact skills it's probably more doubles than home runs but he's got the pop to put some balls over the wall uh probably ends up in a corner but might be able to handle all three outfield spots uh there's a real shot for him to be an everyday player and honestly Mm -hmm. I look at this profile and from a pure production standpoint I feel like there's a little right-handed dominant can zone going on here maybe Mark Canna I don't know you, you got any thoughts on smith just that he's
1: 19 um so he's a little bit on the the older side for the complex league uh for first year uh mm-hmm. complex league guy um and yeah i just i just want to see it you know I, I think you know typically speaking i am much more willing to give the benefit of the doubt to guys who have played you know multiple years of professional baseball and smith is what uh 10 games, 10 games, 8 games. Uh, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the numbers are fine. They're totally fine, but they're not eye-popping. Uh no, I think Smith is a really, you know, good prospect. And, and I think he'll probably be top 10 before too long. But you know, I just I just want to see it a little bit. Uh-huh. Um and I just I see a lot of good tools. I don't see any great tools sure. uh, from Aiden. So until I see like him apply the tools, the I, mean, I think there's a lot of 50s and 55s on him. Sure. But I just, I got to see it before I, I get too carried away with him. Um, you know, and that's going to sound counterintuitive when you see some of the guys I have ahead of him, but you get the idea. I just, I, sure. I'm i just not quite sure what to do with Aiden Smith quite yet, but I do like the player quite a bit.
0: Uh, coming in at number 17 is outfielder Cade Marlowe, who, of course, has made his major league debut, 26 years old. Uh, you have him ranked 17th, I have him ranked 18th. Uh, and last uh, last time we did these rankings, he was 18th. So he hasn't moved at all. But obviously, he's gotten off to a sensational start in his major league career. Uh, slowing down a little bit lately. But nevertheless, what the Mariners have gotten from him so far is a major win for them. Uh, I've been so impressed with his ability to hit tough lefties like Frambois Valdez and uh, Andrew Tafin. Uh, but it's still fewer than 100 plate appearances so far. And, and like I said, you know, we, we've started to see the cracks a little bit. Uh, we'll see how he adjusts back. Uh, but I still feel like right now he's probably a fourth outfielder at the end of the day. So that's why I didn't move him up my list. And I assume that's the same for you, right? Yeah.
1: Um, you know, the fact that he was able to come to the big leagues and cut down on the strikeouts is is why he, you know, I'm a little bit more willing to uh, you know, consider Kate a part of the future, but uh yeah you know we've we've seen him kind of start to regress here uh over his last handful of at-bats uh but yeah you know he's got some speed he's got some pop he can play all three outfield spots um he looked better in center field than he did in left uh you know (laughs) when he got when they got the chance to play there so uh yeah i think he's a fourth outfielder i feel pretty good about that he's got some pop i i don't know if he's ever going to be a starter like i I don't think i would ever feel good about like cade marlowe getting 500 plate appearances for me right but maybe like it's, it's a non-zero chance that he can do that. But for now, it just, you know, I think he's, you know, some pop, take some, take some walks, steal some bags, play some pretty good defense type of guy. And that's, Hmm. that's valuable. And he's major league ready right now, which certainly helps.
0: And then uh, lastly, we're going to wrap things up here with Jeter Martinez, right-handed pitcher, recent uh, international signing. He was down in the DSL this year, uh, just wrapped up his season there, uh, 17 years old, uh, you have him 16th. I have him 17th. Um, he again. He just wrapped up a very impressive first year of Pro Bowl. Um, what do you like about him, Coley?
1: Six foot four, buck eighty. Mm-hmm. Already throwing in the low to mid nineties. Good slider. Showing the ability to maybe work in a change up here. Like th- there's a ch- good shot here that he's a legit three pitch mix guy. Um, yep. who's going to add, who could in theory add 40 pounds of, of, good weight to his frame. Uh, you, like you said, the numbers are there. The production is there. The raw stuff is there and he won't turn 18 until, you know, next February. So hmm. there's a lot to like about if this. If he was doing this in Modesto right now, he'd probably be top 10. Like yeah. it's just give him some time, let him go through the system. Normally don't rush him. Don't push him. He's 17 years old, but he really dominated, uh, you know, really good, yeah. this year in his first taste of pro ball. And, and there's a lot of reason to be really uh, excited for him. I think the velo is going to go up as he puts on more weight. I think the slider is going to get sharpened. I think he's got a really high floor of a really good reliever. And he throws strikes already, you know, yeah. he needs to polish up the command a little bit, but he throws plenty of strikes for his age. He's a good athlete. It just looks like the mayor's found another steal. Uh, an international free agency because I I'd be pretty surprised I- assuming he's here if he's not and Martinez, isn't in the top, you know, 10 when we do this list a year from now, mm-hmm. uh, like kids legitimate. He's got good stuff. He's got room to grow and he's a pitcher, you know, and the Mariners they're good at this. So, right.
0: right. Uh,
1: yeah. I think, I think Jeter's got a legit shot, even though he's only 17, I feel pretty good about
0: his chance to be a big league starter. Yeah, super excited to see him uh stateside uh perhaps next year. Maybe. Uh that's uh that's gonna do it for our show again tomorrow. Uh <laughs> is gonna be prospects fifteen through one. Uh thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners Podcast for Colby Patnode. I'm tiding Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at L O underscore mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, the C-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at C Pat 11 that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Again, you can catch the Mariners and the Royals starting tomorrow night over the course of the weekend on the Mariners Hometown broadcast of SiriusXM via the SXM app. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you next time. Peace.